On today's episode of Help I Sexted My Boss... Is it strange to have photos of your brother around your house? It is not. We're talking shit, literally. I've had another colonic, you can probably tell. <laughs> I confirm that you can literally put an egg on out. And if your boyfriend stores his urine in the refrigerator, you'll relate to a listener dilemma. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, how do I unjinx my house after forgetting to walk in and out of it on New Year's? Oh, more on that later. What do you do when a message is left on red? And what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not you will we're not usual agony aunts, are You're we? Right. No, why are you dressed like Freddy Krueger? I'm sorry. What's that you've got on? It's a jumper. How many striped jumpers do you have? I love a stripe. How many striped jumpers does a boy need? Quite a lot. Um, uh, Describe not... it for those that can't see it. It's green and blue. Navy. Oh, gosh, sorry, you're colourblind. Sorry. Yes, yeah, green and navy. Green and navy. Yeah, you've got more stripes than a zebra. Thank you. <laughs> haven't you? And more faces than the town clock. <laughs> But we're not usual acne ants, are we, William Hansen? UK's leading etiquette expert and social media sensation. No, we don't need to say that every week. I do. <laughs> no, my, we're not. It's in my contract now, I've got it. <laughs> no, we're not, Jordan North Radio presenter. I'm more chic, you're more shabby. That's from Joanna. Chic and shabby? Yes. Shabby chic? Shabby chic. What is shabby chic? I don't know, but you're halfway there. How would you describe your interiors at your house? Oh, not shabby chic. Ikea. We walked past the Ikea the other day and I was really the excited. The new one they're building on Tottenham Court Road. Really? Not Tottenham Court Road, sorry, um, Oxford Street. Do you reckon I'll be able to get meatballs in there? <laughs> I just, Probably, you have to make them yourself. Right down the road from where I work. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we can go in. You I can. can't be trusted in Ikea. Can you not? No. No, I come out with all sorts. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's exciting, that. Brush up idea. against Billy. Your house is like an old... Ladies, an old um, what what they call? Oh, don't talk about my house. Oh, I get all funny. No, oh. <laughs> what they called? Uh, oh, I've got a sofa like a real person. Oh, don't talk about it. Sassetti. Um, 
What's it? Uh, an aristocratic old lady's house. It's just got, you know, like when the Queen used to do her Christmas speech and there's just photos of her family everywhere. That's your house. You've just got little silver plated photos on. Silver plated, fucking rude. <laughs> you've just got photos. Every, you, in fact, you've got like pictures of James in your house, haven't you? Well, my brother, yes. That's weird. Family f- having... Sorry, stop. Are you actually... <laughs> yes. We haven't even had the toast yet. Are you actually saying that family photos in a house is weird? For a 30-year-old bloke, yes. I mean, some's all right. Like, on fridge, I've got my nephews. I've got my nephews on my fridge, but... You've got a picture... You've of, got yourself on your fridge. You've got a picture of your brother. You've got you and Vic on your fridge. Yeah, every big weekend. It's a great, How's that for a kick in the teeth it's for your great, other one? Well, we... We'll, your OG partner. We'll get a... Don't be jealous, but you've got like silver frames of James. He's not in, he's in a glass frame, actually. I just, yeah, I don't have any photos. Actually, my, I got a, a one for Christmas of me. Maybe that's nephews. what you need. Yeah. It's your birthday in only a matter of weeks. Oh, don't remind me. Although I've actually sorted out what I'm getting you for your Oh, I've, I'm going to buy myself a signet ring. You're going to buy a signet ring? Yeah. I've always wanted one. Okay. Okay. Anyway. I'll have thoughts on that in a uh, week. Shall we, shall we have a drink? Yes, you're drinking now, aren't I'm you? I'm back on the wagon, baby. <laughs> Honestly, the last week's been a blur. I've been pissed as a fart. <laughs> I do half dry, Jan. Yes, I know. Yeah. Famously. Oh, let's have some gin and bonnet, baby. Thank you so much. And let's do the toast to, it's a few weeks ago now, but the lovely lady who stopped us uh, on, actually, by that Ikea uh, that they're building on Oxford Street when we had finished at the theatre a few weeks ago and she came up and she said, I love the podcast, never change. And she messaged me. She DM'd oh, did me. did she DM Yes, you? I will find it. She must DM me, I won't just see that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what with your millions of messages <laughs> that you get? It's quite difficult to see them all. Uh, where was it? Oh, it's Jen Gardner. I'm glad we got a name. She said, hi, I'm so sorry I butted into one of your conversations with your friends the other night, but just want to say I love the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the panto and happy new year to you. Oh, well, Jen, this is for you. Jen, you butt in any time. Oh, we also send those other two Gene Divas. Jamie. Jamie and Adam. Jamie yes. and Adam, yeah. So this Adam is all drove all the way down from Barnsley to see panto. He did. That's yeah, via Shepherd's Bush. Via Shepherd's Bush. To you, thank you, all of you. Uh, how's your week been? What have you been up to? What, what, what's been doing your head in this week? Well, so- <laughs> That's mainly what this chat is. <laughs> no, a few bits of sort of Christmas admin. I know, oh, I know. come off it. That was ages ago. No, 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 but things that We're happened. looking forward. We're looking forward. Do you not want to know about what happened when I took Artemis to Frozen? Oh, yes, I do. Exactly. I love Artemis. So Artemis is my goddaughter. She is nearly five, actually. You're such a godparent. I never see my godkids. Well, I see them over Well, Christmas. it helps that I live in the same city. You I, don't live. I put money in the bank account and go around with some chocolate buttons for an hour. I feel bad. Well, I took Artie to Frozen, four and, four and three quarters. Okay. Um, she dressed up as Elsa. Oh, that's sweet. Which is nice. Um, and she it was her first West End show. Okay. I have to say, there were o- older children uh, there than her. Artemis was immaculately behaved. We really? had a whole chat with her about, you know, you don't talk during the show. She just sat there. Very quietly, she clapped. You told her not to talk during the show. Well, no, because you don't talk during a show. She's four-year-old. Yeah, and she managed. So I don't know why the why the 40-year-olds can't. Anyway, different discussion. Um, she's clapping, seeing a four-year-old clap. When Olaf, obviously, Olaf is a big, big character in, in the show and in the film, and the kids love it. And then they end Act One with Let It Go. There's a key change at the end of Let It Go as well in the, um, in the show. And it's a big number. 
you know, Elsa's dress changes, spoiler, and um, Curtin comes down, we turn to Artie for her reaction, she just goes, can I have a toy now? <laughs> <laughs> Of course, they know what they're doing at Frozen. Which oh, is a fantastic they sell all show. the merch. They, within the, in the ice cream tray, they come in, there are these Olafs. That's so bad. My dad used to go mad at people mm. for that. Anyway, she did get it. Mikey bought her an Olaf at the end of Act 2. How much was the Olaf? Quite a lot. And then they went, would you like a frozen tote for £12? We're like, absolutely not. No, thank you very much. We'll be fine with the £3 other bag that you're offering. Anyway, it is a very good show. And we then took, thanks to my other friend, Jordan, my favourite Jordan in my You've phone You've got book. another friend called Jordan. Yeah, I've got several, actually. Who? I'm your only Jordan in your life. Uh, you're, you're the OG. Who's the other Jordan? Well, there's Jordan Hemingway. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen Jordan Hemingway. Yes. Yeah. And then there's Jordan Livesey, who used to be in Mary Poppins. Uh, and now he's in Frozen. And God. he uh, very sweetly arranged for he and his uh, fellow cast member, Marianne, to take us... Uh, and do a backstage tour that Artemis had, which was nice. To be honest, I think the adults were slightly more interested than, than Artie at that point. Uh, but Artie met Olaf and... Did, did she? Yeah, she loved it. Oh, it that's very really sweet. sweet. I've lost all respect for my very good friend, Sam Andy. Oh, yes. He came down to London to watch Frozen on his own with his brother. <laughs> that is sad. What do you think of that? And they were in the front row. So okay. they were meant to be going... I say it's sad. I shouldn't... They you know, were meant if to, it was Mary Poppins, it would, of course, be incredibly tasteful. For whatever reason, they were meant to be going with um, a, a little girl that they know. That sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it, Hello, Sam, if you're listening it, from prison. It got, it got cancelled. So instead of like trying to sell the tickets, he was in London he, and I was working. and he was like, So how many tickets were they meant to have? Four. Two. So, oh, no, he had a spare one. So he took his brother. Him and his brother went to watch Frozen. They're in the 30s, on their own. Well, I think it's fine. And he went, one of the best shows I've seen, Chia. Like, it's from Preston, isn't it? What, so what's that last Chia, one? Chia, they say at the end of the okay. they say, mate, they say Chia. It's a good show. He said and they've it was redone. Good. I saw it on Broadway originally, and I, to be honest, I didn't love it, but they've changed it for the West End. They've improved bits, and it's a much better show now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... How, like how are you filling in the Mary Poppins? Mary Poppins, <laughs> Mary Poppins? It's been over a year now since it closed. Has it? Mm. Has, are you still missing that big hole in your life? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm trying to fill it somehow. Oh, yeah? Yes. Can we go and see Jersey Boys before that no. finishes? I want to see Jersey I'm Boys. I'm interested I want to see Jersey Boys, Hamilton, and um, what's the other one? The, the, the Back to the Future ones. Yes, good. that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll go and see that. My eyes adored you. I don't know if they do that. No, I never laid a... Did oh, I, that's Jersey Boys. Sorry. No, I never laid a hands on you. My eyes adored you. Could go and see Greece. Come on. Greece is off. Is it? Yes. Oh, I can't keep up. Sister Act's coming back. Your mum liked that. With Ruth Jones? Yes. Yeah. What else can we go and see? Come on, we live on the doorstep of culture, man. You Excuse me, I took you out to the theatre the other week and you went, I don't normally go out during the week. I it was don't. like an entire deba debacle that I had taken don't. you out. You know what I'm like? I like getting home, putting jackets on and watching telly. Uh, right. Are you watching Traitors? Yes. Oh, it's good. Yeah. It is good. Everybody's like, Claudia Winkleman's style is spot. Even I'm like, I'd wear that dress. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. She's bringing back what they called... Fingerless gloves. Fingerless gloves, driving gloves. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the driving gloves. Well, you'd normally wear them. Well, oh, I bet you wear driving gloves, don't you? No, because now I've, we've, we've discovered in our car uh, a heated steering wheel. Oh, God. It's not a particularly fancy car. Someone's doing well. If you've got a heated steering wheel, top tip, if you've got heated seats and you're yes. getting pizza or takeaway, put it on for when you're driving home. It keeps the food warm. <laughs> 
well, we don't do that, but that's a nice tip. There you go. So uh, Anyway, Artie had a lovely time. Have I also talked to you about Artie and the Christmas card? No. You know, this year, we didn't really... We sent the odd Christmas oh, card. Oh, thanks for your postcard, by the way. Oh, the thank you letter? Yeah. Did oh, it arrive? Yeah, sorry, you've just reminded me. I'm using it as a bookmark. <laughs> that's, that's all it's useful for. Nice picture of the Queen. Yeah, the it was Queen a nice Elizabeth. picture of the Queen. Oh, I thought you were Mikey. Shush. Um, last year, as you know, for our Christmas card, we did... Uh, a nice wedding photo yep. of Mikey and me getting married. Because year before, our lovely friend Chris Lloyd, artist, drew the front of our the house. The fact that you actually have pictures for your I commissioned my own Christmas Like the prime, prime Minister, like Sherry and Tony Blair. Yeah. Well, because the selection in shops is pretty rubbish, so I decided that I would make my own. On so Moonpick? Well, it's a fire printing service. So I thought, well, what can we do this year? And I was a bit stuck. And I left it a bit, obviously being very busy with the book and everything else. So it got a bit too late. And then I suddenly had an epiphany, aptly. And I thought, I'll get Artemis to draw something. And that can be the design. We put on the back, you know, drawn by William's goddaughter, blah, blah, blah. And Artemis, you know, she's quite a good... She's shown me before when I FaceTime her. She shows me her drawings. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I think she's good for four and a half. Yeah. Okay? But most parents do think their kids are like... More cleverer than four and a half year normal. Exactly. Yeah. But Artemis is incredibly intelligent. But as we know, also quite sassy and is not afraid to tell you what she thinks. I think when Artemis sat down to do my drawings, Artemis had clearly decided she couldn't be bothered. So did you use any of that? No. I, I had to... I mean, George and Ellie, her parents, said that uh, they were very embarrassed to send me those designs. And I said, oh, no, send them to me. They can't be that bad. And open them. And I couldn't work out whether there's a laugh or cry. That poor girl. She's four-year-old. Well, she's going to... George... George, her father, is an art scholar or was an art scholar at school. So he is next year going to assist. And hopefully it should also be five and a half by the time she does it next year. And they might be slightly... The fact so. that one of your best friends is an art scholar. It's mad. Yeah, he can write in six different fonts. Can he? Yes, that was in his wedding speech, or his brother did a wedding, Harry did a well, wedding speech. so can I on Microsoft Word. <laughs> <laughs> no, but George can... Favourite font? Oh, uh, Laura. Oh, mm. I'm an uh, Ariel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Times New Roman. Little Mermaid's your favourite film. Comic, not Comic Sans? Yeah, Comic Don't Sans. That's Comic Sans there, isn't That's it? not Comic Sans. Bradley Handwriting ICT I used to use at school. That's your brother, isn't it? Mm, I, I signed documents in that. So really? Was, yeah. Gosh, what a fascinating insight. Um, also, pre-Christmas. Sorry, it's all this pre-Christmas admin. Weeks and weeks, nearly, we, nearly February. Yeah. When I went up to Manchester for uh, our friends Chris and Neil's wedding, also fantastic timing because I went to go and see, hadn't seen her for years, Helen, my hydrotherapist. Who takes the shit out of you? Yes, I go to Manchester to have the shit taken out of me and I had a clonic. How was it? It's marvellous. Can you see it afterwards? Uh, what do you mean? Like, See does, the results or see it? Where does it all go? Into a bucket. You don't see it. Oh. She sees it and she sort of, you know, tells you to chew more and that sort of thing. Ugh. Um, that's disgusting. And she's learning to, you know, if in, in all seriousness, if there's like potential problems, certain problems, they can detect it. So it's quite good. Oh, I want Boost one. your metabolism. Well, this is it. Helen and I, it's quite odd because I was having quite long conversations about you with a thing stuck up my bum. Not the first time. No. <laughs> And how you, big is it, the tube? Right. So it's sort of, it's not quite as big as the lid of a de Bonnet thing. Jesus, that goes up your ass. We, we can all manage that. Do they give you poppers or? <laughs> no, it's she sort of, you know. Did he lube it? Yes. <laughs> Did he actually? Yes. It's, I'd say it's, it's three quarters of that. And it, does it not? Oh, God. 
Oh, you'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a bit of an odd sensation, the the water going in and out, but you feel great. Does any water come out your nostrils and stuff if it goes too far up? (laughs) But Helen and I were saying, when we we get you up to Manchester for... You were talking about me to Helen? Yes, for our live show, she will give you a colonic. On stage? Not on (laughs) stage. Well, actually, no, but that's a good that's idea. Right, write that down, Stuart. That'll fill the first half. Oh, right. So she'll give me a cl- yes, chlorotic? Yes, no charge. Really? Yes. Oh, I'll, I'll pay her. Well, okay, well, got, whatever. She's working late. She's very good in the Lowry. Complete health clinic. You go, to the, you go to Lowry? Not, now, remember, there are two Lowry's in Manchester, and I have confused... In my time living in Manchester, when I had a meeting at the Lowry and turned up at the wrong Lowry, there's the Lowry Theatre, we've played that, and the Lowry Hotel. She's in the Lowry Hotel. Okay. In town. But I, f- I fully recommend it. I, I, I've said this before on the podcast in Series 1, I think, but I always remember the first time I went and had one, it was quite a long sash that I had because there was a lot of shit in me, which was <laughs> no surprise to anyone. And Full uh, of shit. I sort of was being quite apologetic and saying, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, there's so much. She went, no, don't worry, William. As I always say, she's from the North, as I always say, it's better to have an empty house than a dirty tenant. <laughs> She's phenomenal. Does it ever smell? No. Oh, God. No. And then she also, you can also have a coffee enema. A what? A coffee enema. So is that like an things come. No. <laughs> do you get a free coffee when you're there? No, no, I'm sure you do if you ask. But this is when, an enema is when things go in. Or as clonic as things out. So they also can, so they sort of pour, basically, she comes in with a big cafetiere, but it's oh. a specially brewed type of coffee. And with herbs in it as well, and plunks that in the water, and that helps. With it's very good for skin digestion, okay. sleep metabolism. I would, I've always wanted you one. Would, I promise you, you're like get over the thing going up your bum, and it's great. I bet it's good before you go on holiday and stuff. Yes, or after. Does it give you a flat stomach? I felt very svelte actually the next day. Oh, I felt very what? Svelte. What's svelte? Slimmer. Svelte. Genuinely. Oh, okay. Yes. Right. No, it's all my. I think we would, and I would quite like to. Quite like to audio record you, or I could interview you whilst it's having. I want you to to look in my eye just as it goes in. Like I think that wouldn't be weird at all. <laughs> and Alex, self shoot Alex can come and film it. Okay, um, yeah. And if we stand that side of the the bed, it won't be. Do weird. you have a little cloth, like a little screen? There's a can... towel. No one sees anything. And don't you have worry. to put your knees up to your chest. You sort of lie on your side. And you want me to make eye contact with you as I've got a pipe going up my ass. No, not not for the whole thing, just as it first enters. Uh, it, and uh, then and then you roll onto your onto your back. And with your knees up. Jesus. Not your legs Christ. up, just your knees, you know. Does Mikey get them done? He has had one previously, hasn't had one recently. Alright. We're all for, all our friends have had one. Who? All our Manchester friends. Hattie went and had one. Oh, Hattie would. Yeah. She'll get I think Carissa week. possibly had one. Maybe I Maybe. can't remember. Let's just not stop naming names <laughs> that we don't know. Well, there's nothing wrong with it. It's health. Mm. Anyway, okay. something to look forward to. Yeah. You all right? Yeah, all good. Yeah. Yes. Keeping busy. Can't complain. Good. I do like, I know it's a bit away, but I do like February. <laughs> What's your birthday? Yeah, I do like and February. Valentine's. March is my, April's like... When it starts, May's when we have our best weather. Is it? Mm. Jordan North's review of the month. There you go. Can we also talk about what's wrong with your smeg? Oh, for God's sake. I got my smeg coffee machine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you filter one? Yeah. And it's still in warranty, but one at buttons isn't working. So you can 
pre-time it so the coffee makes in yeah, the morning yeah. you get up with a nice smell of coffee and it's not working so i've had to press play myself on it press play well whatever it's called <laughs> brew so they're coming to pick it up and i need to print that off yeah. my my mv60 um, kettle broke that had to go back as well what how funny it? that our coffee machines break at the same Shall time I think what else what a deep psychic bond we have anything new with you it says here cans of water i feel quite butch when I drink from a can of water. Because I feel like I'm drinking from a tinny. Have you never drunk from a can before? No. Famously, you've never had a can of Coca-Cola, have you? Coca-Cola, Pepsi, lemonade. Can, right, if I have a chloronic... Colonic. Will you have a can of pop? We, we, you've never tried... Coke, I, I, I try Fanta. Coke Zero hits different. I have a Coke Zero on most days with my tea. Zero with calories. Tea? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I wouldn't have it in the evening. It depends what tea I have, because sometimes I'll have water, sometimes I'll have Coke, and sometimes I'll have a brew. Oh. Yeah. I think tea with that. Like if I'm making a shatsuka for my tea, I'll have a cup of tea. Have a shatsuka when you yeah. go for a colonic. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> also, oh, that was very good. Clicked <laughs> <laughs> on. Also, yes. you know, I said ages ago that you can put oat, on, oat in bread. You can have anything on bread. You can have bread on oh, bread. Oh, bread. Yeah. Mm. I've got another theory, right? Oh, good. <laughs> Um, t did you want to say any more about the cans of water? No, just I feel quite butch. Okay. Mm. Um, you can put an egg on oat. That's the content I've got this week, and that's what I want to leave people with. You can put an egg on oat, right? Give me a food and you can put an egg and, on oat. And, and we should just say for, for speakers of English, out means anything, anything. Yeah. in northern speak. So I've got this, still got a HelloFresh, mm. and with the leftovers, I'm just having them the next day warmed up with an egg on. Okay. Yeah. So give me oat. Right, I had lasagna left over. You can't put an egg on a lasagna. Put an egg on lasagna, warmed it up. It was absolutely Poached belted. Or fried. fried. Put a fried egg on oh. Mm, okay, fried might work. Try it. Uh, Sunday do... dinner. Yeah. You cannot. Leftover. You, cannot. you can put an egg on a bubble and squeak. Fantastic. That's what you do. You mash it all up. Give me something else. Um, Victoria sponge. Well, it's got egg in it. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. Well, you saying you put it on anything. You could have. Do you mean you can put it on anything savoury? I tell you what, anything savoury, but you could have Victoria sponge and scrambled egg. Ooh. You could. We have all in the studio. <laughs> you could. Nearly thrown up. You could have. Give me something else. You can have an egg on all. Haribo star mix. That way, a boiled egg would be well oh, nice. Jordan. A deviled egg. A deviled egg. He's changed. Wow. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's, I'm really intense at the moment. <laughs> I need to come with more. <laughs> Really should we, um, before people stop listening, should we go on to William's etiquetteology? Yeah, is it about eggs? Can you do one on eggs? When did we first start eating eggs? Oh, for God's sake, that is so... Because it must have been weird. Some bloke must have seen an egg coming out of a chicken's arse and think, I reckon we eat that. <laughs> and his mate would probably went... Have you ever weird. seen something come out of an arse and think I'll eat that? <laughs> oh... Anyway, next, this... next week we do one on eggs. Well, next week it's joke. Well, week after, please, because I bet... No, like... I've got that one planned. Okay. Doing something on leap years. Favourite egg? Poached. Mm -hmm. Mine too. Or oh, egg and soldiers. Fantastic. Dippy egg. Lovely. Uh, or, ah, actually, I have got content on eggs. Um, Princess Margaret, the late Countess of Snowdon. The really upmarket way to call scrambled eggs. Everyone will love this now. Buttered eggs. Especially. Buttered eggs? Yes, I'll have some buttered eggs on toast. It's scrambled, isn't it? No, she called them buttered eggs. Oh, okay. So if you want to be a bit Princess Margaret, buttered eggs. Right. Um, anyway, this go, week... Go to your etiquetimology of the week. Inspired by our first episode back the other, the other week, we're talking about first footing, which, as Jordan said, is when you go out 
and come back in into the house on New Year's. And I'll tell you more about that after these messages. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's William. William. The etiquette geek. His knowledge. Knowledge. Is quite unique. He'll give you manners. Manners. A subtle tweak. It's time for William's <laughs> etiquette, 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 of the week. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> uh, don't egg me on. <laughs> Gosh. Do you want me to tell you then? <laughs> trying to think of the book. <laughs> no, I stop. Um, okay, so Jordan in our first episode back mentioned first footing. I laughed at you. I'm sorry. At Etiquette Towers, we have researched this. This is what we have found out. You've got is, stuff to do it, now, it is an English actual, manner. It is an actual thing. So first footing is an ancient, probably pre-Christian New Year tradition, originally found in Scotland, a bit like Old Lang Syne, uh, and Northern England, there we go, that's why I didn't know it, uh, said to bring good luck to a household. So just before midnight on the 31st of December... Oh, we always did it after. Oh, okay. Well, correctly, meant to do it before midnight. A man, preferably a dark-haired one, more on that in a minute... Thank you. ...leaves the house, waits outside. He takes with him gifts, and one of our G&D was written on the weekend release about this, that will bring the household good luck in the following year. Clock strikes midnight, knock on the door, door opens, and the first foot in the house is considered to bring good luck, and thus that's where you take gifts, power, money, wealth, blah, 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 that sort of thing, warmth, so a piece of bread, food, food and tin foil, silver, the tin foil represents silver, meaning wealth, so it's all that, the gifts change depending on where you are, however, um, but they have the same symbolic meaning. Now, interestingly, the dark-haired thing. Thank you, I knew this was a thing. No one really knows exactly why okay. it's dark-haired, but it is believed to date back to when a fair-haired man at your door, and this is going back quite some time, could mean a Viking invader, because they were light-haired. Thus, oh. a dark-haired man was likely to be a friend, 
not a foe. Oh, okay. So we think that's where the dark that's hair thing. It wasn't just that people didn't like you and wanted you to leave the room. So next year, if a dark-haired man turns up at your door with a slice of bread at midnight, yes, it's they're bringing you good luck. Yes. Do you know what freaks me out now? Mm. Knocks at the door. When someone knocks on your door, it makes me jump. I'm like, oh god. Well, why? Where's my baseball bat? Oh. Yeah, because it's not always. I've a bad got one thing. of the ring doorbells. It's a delivery. Stuff, but if it's a, you're like, oh god, who's that at this time of night? Did you ever watch back uh, Mikey and me arriving at your house on your ring doorbell? No. No. Right, shall I do it now? You, yeah, you can. If, yeah, okay. I think it's okay. What did you do? Can't remember. Let me find it. That's my new favourite thing to do when you arrive at people's houses with ring doorbells. Why are you only In telling me this now? Oh, here you go. Oh, we don't have to stay there. Everything's always drag. Dusty doorbell. Just You're now. such a bitch. On the top of your... You just need to run a cloth over that from time to time. Right. There that was go. my comment. Mm. It was nice. It's lovely on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> Did you really not want to stay long? It's a joke. You left after midnight. Yes, apparently I, I was pissed. You were hammered. No, I was not. You were shit-faced. Yeah, you were. We had a very nice time. <laughs> uh, I must go now. I'm a bit squiffy. Anyway. Should we go on to the listeners' dilemmas? It is now time for your questions and dilemmas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell I'm back on the booze. Remember, if you need our help with something, then we'd love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexandmyboss.com. You can DM us, we're at sextedmyboss on socials, or you can write to William, who in the fullness of time promises a handwritten reply on one of our luxury greeting cards of executive sales seal envelopes. Address on the website, sextedmyboss.com. William Hansen, first problem, our dilemma, please. This is from Nathan. Dear Messrs. Hansen and North, I'm a working class northerner, huh? married to a posh southerner. I grew up in a grey terrace in the industrial heartlands, and she grew up in an old house in the countryside. My parents went Sounds to... Sounds very familiar. Yes. My parents went to a local comprehensive. Uh, hers were privately educated and went to Oxford. Despite us being so different, I get on fantastically with my parents-in-law. They fully accepted me and are truly my second family and I love spending time with them. With one exception. Oh. They cough a lot on everything. They don't turn away. They don't cover their mouths. Oh. It's disgusting. So you can have all that money, all that education. Hmm. It is especially alarming at the dinner table, where they will cough over the food in whichever direction they happen to be facing. <coughs> my father-in-law blew out a candle with the force of a cough once. Oh, God. My mother-in-law opened the fridge and deposited four to five coughs worth of phlegm amongst the cheese. Dirty cow. A liberal seasoning of throat gunk over my supper last night had me making up excuses about feeling sick, so I wouldn't have to eat it. How the hell do I tell them to stop? Kind regards, Nathan. Oh, my God, that sounds horrific. I'd get rid of her. You're of a half. <laughs> you can't split up with them. Well, it's stop going round. Parents are coughing all over. Oh, that's disgusting. I think you've got to get your, your other half to tell them. Yeah, I They're think their you parents. do. So it's disgusting. I'm not going round unless you tell them. I think you need to speak to your other half and see how you can handle that. And then say, oh, yeah. And then, right, speak to your other half. And then your other half can say next time you do it. Mum, put your hand over your mouth when you're coughing. Mm. Yeah. God. Yeah. Did it, why, why are these cops? Maybe they need to get like... I wouldn't even say that. It's not an aristocratic thing to, to not to cover cough. your mouth and to not care. Why, why, That's just awful. Get a, get a gas inspector in something. They might have carbon monoxide poisoning <laughs> or something. You could make a joke about it. I quite like that approach. Oh, do you need a carbon monoxide? Because you're always coughing. Just, yeah, that's disgusting. Do they I'm, have a gas fire? Since pandemic now, when I'm on train or tube and someone coughs, I move away. I'm like, oh, I, yeah. can't, I can't afford to get ill. 
That's, I don't want to be ill. The footsie's completely affected when I'm yeah, ill. Yeah, it is. There's big, there's big downturns in the footsie 100 when I'm ill. Right. I'm like Stephen Bartlett. Well, yeah, I, I think you've got to be direct about it. Or you, I mean, I don't know if um, Nathan... <coughs> stop it. Nathan is married to his other half. So actually what he could... Uh, once you're married, you're married. Like, you're still going to be married. You're not going to break up over this. Yeah, don't break up. That was a stupid joke. Um, but you could just tell the parents because you're married. So it's mm. not like it's not like they can't give their blessing to the marriage. I don't you're married know. now. I'd ask so you could just go, please, could you not cough without having a hand in front of your mouth? I wouldn't do it like that. I'd speak to my father and get them to bring it up next time they cough. Yeah. I do like a good sneeze. Hopefully with a tissue. Yeah, no, I don't. There's something about a good sneeze. And when someone blesses you. Well, that was because if you sneezed in medieval times, it was the bubonic We've done your plague. Etiquette etymology of the week, yeah. But I do like it. I like when Excuse strange... me. Okay, I do. Can I just say, right, if you're going to go down this line, I do one etiquette etymology per episode. How many jokes of the week do we get per episode? So don't start complaining if I decide to throw in another one. I can't understand you for all your bitching right now. <laughs> I love when a stranger blesses you when you sneeze. Bless you. Oh, thank you. Good day to you, sir. It's very nice, isn't it? Very so, British. Yeah, oh, so British. Oh, you should do one on pantomimes as well. Haven't we done an etiquettimology of the no, week? No, not on pantomimes. Do it on pantomimes and on um, eggs. <laughs> well, keep listening, because in December we'll do pantomimes. This is from Lauren. Dear William Jordan and C.E. Stewart, um, a friend of mine, let's call him Ben, keeps messaging me on other friends' birthdays, reminding me that it's their birthday and to say happy birthday to them. Great. I That's do what you, you do to me. I find it a little passive-aggressive and it suggests that I always forget. For example, Ben sent, today is William's birthday, if you would like to say happy birthday. Yes, I know. I'm going to be at his birthday drinks later on. Ben lives far away now, so he doesn't come to the birthday celebrations anymore. How do I tell Ben that his birthday reminders are quite annoying without being rude? Many thanks, Lauren. I, 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 um... Well, some people love it, some I people do, don't. Because I'm not on Facebook anymore, so I don't know anyone's birthday. No. You remember you used to go on Facebook, it's like so-and-so's birthday today. I have it in my diary, so it repeats yearly. So Jordan's birthday. You don't agree with posting pictures of people on Instagram when it's... No. Well, day. it's not that I don't agree with it. I just it find, like, if it's your birthday, it's a good... People seem to find, oh, this is a good excuse. It's Jordan's birthday, but let's find a photo where I, I look great. Do that for my birthday. It's coming up. No, I, no, it's much better just to post a photo of you. Oh, okay. Why make it about me on your birthday? Because it's... Anyway, um, I would probably just text them and say, you don't need to send me these anymore. It's in my diary. It's in my diary. Oh, in my diary for a bit yearly. They're just being nice. Lauren. They are just being nice. Or you just, you just read it and don't reply. Okay. And maybe they take the hint. You didn't tell me someone's birthday recently. I went mad at you. Ben's. I've missed Ben's birthday. You did, 19th when? of December. Why didn't you tell me? Did you not put it in the group? Well, oh. no, because he's in it. No, I feel bad. I went to his birthday party. It's all right. It's not like he noticed. Hi, William and Jordan. Love the podcast. Please, can you help? My boyfriend and I bought a lovely 1970s built house. And when we were boarding up the loft, my boyfriend lifted up the insulation, only to find a huge dildo and lube underneath it. Oh, wow. Now I was completely shocked, mostly because we are only the third people to own our house and both of the owners before us were couples in their 80s. We don't know how long this dildo was stashed in the attic, but we were wondering what the best course of action would be. Thank you, Emma. Emma, check the sell-by date on the lube because it could... It's probably gone off. Could be your boyfriend's. If it's like in the past couple of years, if it's like 8th October 21... Possibly boyfriend's. Or hers. Or, or, and this, this whole thing is a cover. Or a cover. Mm. But yeah, I'd, I'd check the sell-by. I'd be a good true crime writer, me. 
Oh, <laughs> I would. <laughs> in walked Detective North, all <laughs> gruffly and unshaven. Like every other crime novel. Hung over from novel. the whiskey the night before. Oh, like every other crime novel. All the other police officers were scratching their heads. They didn't know how long the dildo had been there. North picked up the dildo. <laughs> North picked up. Why are you touching the crime scene? North picked up the lube with a plastic carry bag <laughs> and checked the sell-by date. It's November the 2nd, 1984, chapter 2. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd buy it. <laughs> hey, um, our friends at Penguin Random House, if you're listening, get back in touch. I reckon that could be a book. Oh, yeah, there'll be offers coming left, right and centre. Harry Potter and the bottle of lube. <laughs> <laughs> I've read that. <laughs> I'd check the uh, sell-by date on the lube. Yeah, but like it's a fun story, Emma. I just throw it in the bin. I do, we can't use someone else's. I mean, that's you can't no, use I someone think... else's dildo. Famously on this podcast, someone else did use someone else's dildo, but I don't think you can. Could put it on the mantelpiece. It's part of the house. Novelty mug holder. Yeah, that sort of thing. Put it on the mantelpiece in a flower vase. Hmm. I promise straight into the skip, Emma. Did they have dildos in old days? Maybe for an etymology, I'll research okay. the history of the dildo. The history of sex toys. We run it. No, well, not sex toys. That's quite broad. I reckon it was around about the 60s, 70s when dildos came in. I think you'll be surprised. Well, really? I mean, not every generation is not invent sex. Sex has been going on for years. From the, the dawn of time. This is from Simon. Dear William and Jordan, I purchased a rather expensive top a few months ago, but this weekend I managed to get pizza juice down it, and after two washes I could still notice the mark. Oh, same with me on my best shirt. A friend of mine said they're really good at removing stains and offered to make a paste to help remove it. Instead, I suggested she take the top home and wash it herself with the stain remover paste, to which she happily obliged. The problem is, I woke up this morning to a message saying that the stain had come out. However, she didn't notice a pair of new jeans in the washing machine, so my bright white top is now oh. a dull blue. How can you not? She's good at stain. I then do. She... Oh, I got, I, you know, all my me microfiber cloths. Yes. I forgot they were in bottom and they've not been washed before. So, like, loads of stuff come out, neon yellow. Oh. Yeah. Oh, dear. I do this all the time. I always rotate the drum so, like, it can then right, fall Right, we get off. it. Anyway. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> she has offered to buy me a new one. However, I feel bad as it was a kind gesture to remove the stain. What would be the correct etiquette for this? Looking forward to hearing your wise words, Simon. Simon, some things aren't meant to be and that top wasn't one of them. So, yeah, I think you're right there. Just, I, just be like, she was kind enough to offer. It was a genuine mistake. And she took it home and used the time to do it. So don't don't make her get you a new one. That's really tight. I would just say to her, thank you so much for the offer. And that's much appreciated. Why don't you just buy me a coffee instead? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Coffee and cake. I agree. Yes. She, I mean, if, you, if she's supposedly that good at stains and she doesn't check her washing machine, mm, not sure she's the, a, a born laundress. She was laundress. trying to do a nice thing. She was. So you can be nice back. Fight niceness with niceness. Do you niceness. still do your, do you still love your ironing? Yes. You well, we've never s- talked about my ironing system, I don't think. Maybe we'll do next, it next week. week we'll talk yeah. about it. You've got a full-on system, haven't you? I do. It's yeah. a whole ironing board with a steam generator unit built into the board and fans that come up through the board. What? Mm. Oh, okay. It's a whole thing. Love it. Does Mikey iron? Yes. I do most of it, but he does iron. I like ironing, so it's fine. Pop a Desperate Housewives on. Off I go. 
This is from Emily. Hi boys. A couple of weeks ago I stayed at my new boyfriend's house for the first time. In the middle of the night I sleepily went downstairs for something to drink. I opened the fridge and saw a white carton which I believed was apple juice. I poured it into a cup and began drinking it, but my taste buds soon realised I was not drinking apple juice. It was piss. Good God. At that exact moment he walked into the kitchen and asked me why I was drinking his urine. I asked him why he kept a bottle of urine in the fridge in a drinks carton and his response was to keep it fresh for the flowers. That's his excuse. Red flag. What should I do? Can I continue dating someone who keeps their piss fresh for the flowers in his fridge? Kind regards, Emily. Who's spraying the flowers with their own piss? I think that's very odd. That Why would you keep piss in a carton in the fridge? Oh, I'm, it, not, I'm not a horticulturalist, but I don't know if urine's any good for flowers. I don't even flower... Water my flowers enough, never mind, remember to piss in on them. <laughs> yeah, and also, if you were going to put urine on them for whatever reason, maybe it's the ammonia in urine, I don't know. Red flag, unless... I, why do the carton? But, you know, you could just go out into the garden uh, and off you go. Unless he... I, I've, I've watched a lot of Alan Titchmarsh in my life and I don't think I've ever heard him say piss on your plants. So, unless you, you need to tell him that to stop storing urine... Urine? Urine? Urine. Urine in, in, in his fridge, otherwise it's... Uh, it, does, it still sounds like you're in early days. Mm-hmm. Who stores piss in the fridge? I think it is a big red flag. Mm. Emily, it's up to you whether you... Look, if there are other reasons for you to break up with him, I'd go with those. I wouldn't say this is perhaps a breakup. You can maybe communicate how weird you find it. We think it's a bit weird. Or ask him to explain, you know, tell me more. What are the benefits? Maybe we can come up with a system for... Maybe we label it... Urine. But again, it's just, it's, it's odd. I don't know, actually, if there is I can't a... believe she drank his boyfriend's pee. Well, some people do. Yeah, no. But... It's a bit weird, but I don't want to kink shame, but it is a bit don't weird. Don't kink shame, we'll get told off. No. Can't, but not, I'm not this week. I can't be bothered with the trolls this week. The kinky trolls. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Well, thank you for all those dilemmas, everyone. Have we not got any more? No, that's it. Is that it? Yes. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you for your questions and dilemmas. We'll see you for the weekend release. We will. Remember, you can listen and watch every Tuesday and Friday on YouTube. And our next episode, the weekend release, is here on Friday. See you then, Geordie. See you then, Willie. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com